Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. Whether you're listening or watching online, thanks so much for coming back together with us every week. We've been studying the Word together Uh, talking about the subject of how we see ourselves, Mm -hmm. looking at ourselves the way that God sees us. It's so important that we learn to see ourselves from heaven's point of view, from God's perspective, to know who we are and what we have Mm -hmm. in Christ. And so uh, we're going to pray and get right into the Word today. Grab your Bible, uh, get a notepad, and take some notes. Uh, Let's believe God together that we're all going to another level with Him. So Father, we thank you so much for the privilege of coming together again. We thank you for Uh, the Word that is changing our lives. Father, that you are so faithful, faithful to your Word and faithful to your people. We thank you that you give us revelation by the Holy Spirit, eyes to see and ears to hear, hearts that are open and receptive to what you'd say to us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we said last week we were talking about how does God see me? Right. And that matters. It does. And the first thing that we said that you've you really want to get a hold of is that if you've been born again, if you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, you are part of the family. You are a child of God. God is your Father. And so seeing yourself, first of all, as His child, because that's really going to affect the rest of your life. It's going to affect, is He going to hear me when I pray? Well, you know, I know when our kids come to us with something, they have our ear. You know, we hear them when they have a need. So if you don't see yourself that, that you're His child, then sometimes it's hard to ask Him for things that you need. Or know a trust that he's going to provide for you. But, you know, I know all of us have different experiences with our earthly fathers. I'm so thankful that I had such a, a godly father and you did as well. We're so thankful that we had good examples. And I know not everyone does, but but God, our father, is is even better than our earthly fathers to the max. If you didn't have a great example as a father, we've got good news for you. God is going to make it up. Right, yeah, amen. He's going to show you what a father ought to be. As good as our fathers have been, he is way better. He's a better father than than, than I've ever been to my kids or any of us could be. And so we can come to him. Mm -hmm. You know, when the scripture tells us uh, in Hebrews to come boldly to the throne of grace Mm -hmm. where we can obtain mercy. Yes. we're to be able to come to God boldly. Right. Why? Because you only go boldly places where you know you belong. Mm-hmm. And you belong in the presence. If you're Amen. a born-again child of God, you belong in the presence you're part of, the family. Of, of your Father. Mm-hmm. Right? And so for us to be able to come to Him, we don't have to come with our heads hung down like we're right. not supposed to be there, like at any moment God's going to get us. No. He says, come on in. Yes. I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I want to commune with right. you. I want to fellowship with you. Mm-hmm. And so if we start seeing ourselves the way that God sees us and recognize who we are in Christ, Mm -hmm. what we have in Christ, then we'll recognize that we're not the same as we once were. It shouldn't surprise you when people that you know say to you, man, something's different about you Mm -hmm. if you're born again and they knew you before you were saved. Uh, I have people all the time that talk to me from high school and find out that I'm in ministry and that just for them is such an amazing thing because I wasn't always in ministry. Um, <laughs> Amen. I, I, <laughs> thanks a lot. I appreciate it. 
I was a You're different, new. You're brand new. <laughs> Glory to God. I was a different person before uh, before Jesus was in my life and operating in my life. He made me new. And because yes. of that, I'm not the guy that used to be their friend that they knew in a certain way. I, I remember uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin telling a story about that one time after he got saved about how he used it as a way to be able to help some of his friends see what it meant to have a new nature. And they were talking about before he had been saved, they had gone into a, a store, like a general store, and stole some candy, and he could pick a lock. Yeah. And they were telling that story. You remember when you did this, and you broke into that place, and you picked that lock? And he goes, I never did that. And they're like, oh, come on. You know you did that. You were there. And he said, no. He said, that man died. Mm-hmm. Because he had, since the last time he'd seen them, gotten born again. Right. He said, that man died. He doesn't exist anymore. I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of identity that we have to have, right. that the person that you once were, well, they're dead. Mm-hmm. They are no longer who they once were. You know, when the Apostle Paul says in the New Testament, he says, uh, to, he's uh, writing to the churches, and he says, receive us. He says, we have wronged no one. Well, anybody who knows the stories in the Bible of how Saul of Tarsus had letters that he could go and imprison Christians and that he was there consenting unto the death of Stephen Mm -hmm. and holding the coats of those people that stoned Stephen to death. For him to say, receive us, we've wronged no one. Right. That means he identified with a new nature Mm -hmm. that when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he said to him immediately, who, out, who art thou, Lord, and what would you have me to do? Mm-hmm. After that, he was a different guy. He hadn't wronged anyone. That was Saul of Tarsus that did that. Mm-hmm. The Apostle Paul was different. And you and I have that same new nature if we're born again. Mm-hmm. We just have to learn to identify with it. And when we do, it changes how we act, what we say, mm-hmm. how we think. Everything about us becomes different the more we identify with our new nature. Amen. That's right. And so um, one of the ways, you know, we talked about renewing your mind and what you renew your mind to. We talked about last week, we gave you a couple of scriptures about being a child of God. We encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, We said 1 John 3, 1 and 2 and Romans 8, 14 and then 16 and 17 talks about us being a child of God, that He is our Father. And so... One thing that's really changed our lives is getting in the Word, reading the Word for ourselves, and then also speaking the Word out of our mouth. Because what we say, you know, when we when we are speaking negatively about ourselves, about our situation all the time, and then, you know, you're trying to renew your mind to the Word, you know, you're reading the Word, but then everything that's coming out of your mouth is the opposite of what the Word says about you. You're still not going to see anything different in your lives. It's whenever your mind and your mouth start lining up with what the Word of God says about you that you're actually going to see that Word in action. So we encourage you, one thing that's so important is to, you know, the entire Bible is so valuable. You know, it tells the story, you know, you see Jesus revealed all throughout the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. all the way through the New Testament. But in particular, when we're talking about renewing your mind to the Word of who you are in Christ. Right. Well, and that's... uh over the years in pastoring churches, we've had people say, where should I read my Bible? Right. Where should I start? Should I start in Genesis because that's the beginning? Uh, Revelation because, you know, 
uh, the end is near, where should I go? I would encourage, and I've always encouraged people, spend most of your time in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Certainly the Old Testament is important right. because it gives us types and shadows that point to the cross. Mm -hmm. But the New Testament shows us for the believer what Jesus did in the Gospels, how he came to earth and how he gave his life and how he showed us how to live as a man filled with the Spirit of God mm -hmm. walking on the earth in ministry. But primarily for us, the epistles or the letters to the churches, mm -hmm. and that would be uh, Acts, Romans, 1 2 Corinthians, uh, Ephesians, Galatians, Philippians, mm -hmm. Colossians, 1 and 2 Thessalonians, mm -hmm. all throughout those, those are the epistles. Mm -hmm. Reading those letters to the churches where uh, the Apostle Paul was writing uh, primarily two-thirds of the New Testament by, uh, by revelation of the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul is writing to the churches, giving them guidance for this right. new life that they have yes. in Christ. Mm -hmm. helping them to see this new nature. And who better to do it than the Apostle Paul who identified with the new nature right. so well. Paul's revelation of who he was in Christ, he was using that to help them to see that he has raised us up together mm -hmm. and made us sit together with him in heavenly places yes, in Christ is what he right. told the church. And so uh, spending time in the epistles will help you to see. There's actually a, a little mini book that, that we have that... Uh, called In Him. You have well, that I do have it. Yep, I do. Brother Hagen, uh, Kenneth Hagen's book, In Him. Mm -hmm. uh, this book, in the beginning, it talks uh, specifically about the new nature, mm -hmm. but then it goes into all the different places in the New Testament uh, where the Scripture says, in Him, in whom, mm -hmm. in who, right. uh, in Christ, all of those places. And uh, oftentimes, and he even encourages you to underline those things mm -hmm. uh, because those are the things that belong to us. But right. this little any book you can get it for like a, it's like a dollar fifty or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, you can order this book online, but the just the scriptures back to back in this thing that you can go through and read each one of them, uh, and then they have a confession with them. Like Ephesians two ten says, "We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus." Mm -hmm. And then the confession is, "I am His workmanship." Uh, he made me a new creation. Right. Then 2 Corinthians 5.21, for he uh, made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Mm -hmm. And then the confession is, I am the righteousness of God right. in Christ. So Amen. this is a great resource for that Absolutely. kind of stuff. Absolutely. So it's it's so valuable to renew your mind to the in him promises, the right. in whom promises. Anytime you see those throughout the epistles, throughout the New Testament, um, underline those. Say, Put your name in those. Say them about yourself because they're all true about you. So we're going to look at a couple of those today. You know, um, when Paul, when, when these letters are written, you know, they're written for our encouragement. They're written to strengthen us. The the truth. They're written to hey hold you accountable to the truth. The scripture says for our admonition. Yes, yeah. absolutely for discipline sometimes, for growth. And so these are written to the church to today's church. You know they say we're still writing the books of Acts. The books of Acts aren't finished because the church is still here. And so these epistles are are for you so that you know what you have in Christ, who you are in Christ. So um, we're going to look at Ephesians two ten. And I love this in the Amplified Bible, and so I'm going to read that read real it, quick. And then I'll read again 2 Corinthians 5.21. Sure, absolutely. So. Um, this says, For we are his workmanship, his own master work, a work of art, 
created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living a good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us. So you are a work of art and you are created for good works. So, you know, we're talking about renewing your mind. So I don't know about you, but sometimes the enemy tells me there's nothing good about you. You know, you, you don't ever do anything right. And so here's what we're saying. Renew your mind to the word by saying, no, you know, this, this says that I'm his workmanship. I'm his a work of art. Yeah. I'm created in Christ Jesus for good he, works. He doesn't make junk. Right. Um, <laughs> you have to um, come at the enemy with the word, with the truth of the word, because he's going to try to twist it any way that he can. He's going to try to negate everything that you've heard uh, in church or you know from anybody else that's positive about yourself. He's going to try to do the opposite. So you want to make sure that you have some ammunition. Well, I, and I have like uh, the other scripture that we were looking at. Well, go Second Corinthians five twenty one. I have it written in my Bible. It mm. says, "For he has made him." Uh, who knew no sin to be sin for Amen. us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. I've got it in my Bible. It says, For He, God, has made Him, Jesus, to be sin for me. Amen. Who knew no sin that we that we might be made the righteousness of God in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So in Jesus, I've been made righteous. When somebody tells you that you're just a sinner saved by grace, you're just a worm, mm -hmm. uh, you're just lowly and a beggar, okay, that's not what the Bible says about me. Right. That's what you say. It's not what I say. Right. I'm not saying that about myself. The Bible doesn't say that about me, and it does no harm for me to put my name in here. For he, God, made him Jesus to be sin for Rob uh, so that I could mm -hmm. be the righteousness of God in Christ. Right. Whatever your name is, you can put that in there, and you do no harm to the Scripture, and you remind yourself, wait a minute. I, you mean I've been made righteous? Yeah. That means I've been put in right standing with God? How? Through Jesus. Amen. He paid the price so that we could benefit. From the scripture tells us also that we've been clothed mm -hmm. with his righteousness. Right. So it's his clothes. And we get to go to his closet and put those things on. Yeah, he told us to do it. Right. I'm going to read one more uh, before we close today. Let's look at Colossians 1, 13 through 14. For he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption because of his sacrifice Amen. resulting in the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation of sin's penalty. So when the enemy's telling you, you know, again, you're a sinner. Sinner. You're not doing anything right. Reminding you, playing that tape over and over of your past, even maybe what happened yesterday, replaying it, replaying it. You just come right over here and say, in whom I have redemption because of his sacrifice resulting in the forgiveness of my sin and the cancellation of sin's penalty. We have to remind the devil of who we are in Christ. And sometimes it does us good to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. Open your mouth yep. and say what the Word says. Read the Bible out loud. Let the devil hear it. Let your own ears hear mm -hmm. it so that it becomes real to yes. you. So you read those things yes. over and over again. Right. You read them out loud. Mm -hmm. They remind us of who we are and what we have in Christ. Amen. We ought to close. We ought to close. Let me pray for us. Hallelujah. And Father, we just... We, we just come to you and we thank you so much for 
Lord, what an honor it is to come and study the Word with such wonderful people, people that are seeking you with their whole heart, that they desire uh, to be more like you, to have what you've provided for them, to do what you've called them to do. We thank you for revelation for each person listening, that their eyes would be open to who they are in Christ and what they have in Him. We thank you, Father God, that we are all growing up mm-hmm. into the head, which is Christ Jesus, that we're growing stronger and more like you every day. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we sure do love you guys and appreciate you. Until we get together again next week, just keep living the abundant life. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.